Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Hey, Mama, welcome back. We're in episode three, and today I'm going to uncover the second secret to weight loss. So if you were here last time, we talked about the first secret to weight loss, which is regulating your hormones. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it first before you listen to this one. So just a recap for those of you that have listened to the hormones one. I talked about how hormones control everything, how if you don't regulate your hormones, you will not be able to lose weight and keep it off. And I shared a little bit about my story of last year of how I discovered that I had hormones, issues with my hormones, in particular, my cortisol levels and my thyroid. So today I want to talk about the second secret to weight loss, which is the gut. Let's talk about the gut, baby. (laughs) Balancing your gut. So back to my story of last year and all the crazy things that happened that made me gain 20 pounds. Another thing that I discovered on top of my hormonal issues was that I had an imbalanced gut. Yeah. So what happened was, again, it was like, the chicken or the egg situation. I don't know what came first, but I had a complete comprehensive stool analysis, which was very fun to take, by the way. And it showed that I had too much bacteria in my gut and a little bit of yeast overgrowth. Now, I don't know if... My gut issues cause my thyroid issues or if my thyroid and cortisol issues cause my gut issues because up to 20% of T4 gets converted in the gut. So if you have an imbalanced gut, that can lead to a conversion problem. So again, it's like, which came first? I don't know. But anyway, let's get into the gut, shall we? The gut has become the thing. Like, Gut health and microbiome is going to be all the range in 2020 because we have so much research now that connects the gut to all parts of our bodies. Even the brain now, there's a connection between brain health and your gut. So anxiety, depression, all of that. It's insane. It's all in your gut. So what are the roles of your gut? Your gut digests your food absorbs nutrients, acts like an immune barrier to the outside world, and it's also in charge of detoxification. So what can cause gut imbalances? Processed foods, too much sugar, shock. Too much sugar is the cause for a lot of things because sugar promotes the growth of harmful bacteria and yeast. Stress, Stress alters the natural balance of your healthy gut, bacteria, and antibiotics. So anytime you take antibiotics, they alter your gut flora, and this can lead to dysbiosis, which we will talk about, 
right now, what is dysbiosis? Okay, so that is when you have a microbial imbalance inside your gut. So that's like too much bad bacteria, yeast overgrowth, or parasites. And again, this can be caused by having a poor diet, stress, infections, toxins, antibiotics, and inflammatory diseases. So the problem with dysbiosis is that it it inflames your gut and then food particles leak from the gut, which is also known as leaky gut, which you might have heard of. And from there, you can develop multiple food sensitivities. This could lead to having multiple autoimmune diseases, such as celiac disease, Crohn's, and Hashimoto's. So it's all kind of like a a snowball effect when it comes to the gut. I mean, it's pretty serious stuff. So this is something that we really need to pay attention to. When your gut doesn't absorb nutrients properly, this leads you to get tired and feel very bloated. And this is kind of how I figured out that I had some issues with my gut because anytime I ate, I was exhausted and I would get super bloated like, you know, the food baby (laughs) when you eat too much uh, sugar and you eat too many carbs, you get that instant bloat feeling. What I would get that all the time, even when I was eating keto, which was a big sign for me because for the last four or five years, eating keto really helped me eliminate a lot of blow. And I never felt that way after eating food. And the fact that this was happening all the time kind of gave me a little bit of a red flag of like, what the heck is going on here? And I had problems with my digestion. Uh, I just had, it was just like all these weird things were happening with my just bloating and constipation and digestion. It was like nonstop weird symptoms that I was like, okay, I feel like an old grandma. What is going on here? So it wasn't really surprising when I got my test results that showed that I had too much bad bacteria and yeast overgrowth because I was like, okay, now it all makes sense of why I've been feeling all of these things for like the last year or so. So this might be you. If you're thinking like, okay, well, I'm experiencing some of those things. Maybe do I have gut issues? You may. So what are the signs to look out for when it comes to gut imbalances? And I will tell you that most people, they go their entire lives living with these symptoms, thinking that it's not a big deal and it's just a part of life and it's normal to feel bloated all the time or have constipation or indigestion, but it's not normal. It's not the way our bodies are designed to be. So if you have anything from bloating to excessive gas, yeah, that one sucks, constipation, indigestion, diarrhea, fatigue, or even weight gain. If you experience like sudden weight gain, even though you've made changes in your diet and your fitness or any of that, that might be a sign for you that you might have an imbalanced microbiome. And when it comes to gut bacteria, it can make it really hard to lose weight because how much bacteria in there you have, the diversity, the microbial diversity 
that could set the stage for things like obesity and diabetes and heart disease. And it's very interesting. They did a study with mice and they took the microbiome from a set of twins, one that was had a tendency for obesity and one that did not. And they put it into different mice, fed them exactly the same thing. Their environment was exactly the same. And one mouse became obese. Another one did not. So it really shows how our microbiomes alter whether we get fat or not, pretty much. So we know the importance of the gut. We know what the gut does. We know some of the signs and symptoms of an imbalanced gut. What do we do? What are the action steps? So the first thing you want to do is get tested. And I'm going to say that about everything, right? You cannot correct something unless you see the data. You got to see the data to know what's wrong. And the way that you can do that, there's multiple ways that you could check your gut. But the thing about testing is that it will tell you what your issue, what your specific issue is and what you need to work on. So you might be someone that just has some bad bacteria in there. So you know, you just have to focus on balancing that out. Or you might discover that you have SIBO or you might discover that you have an autoimmune disease that goes with it. Or maybe you do have some yeast overgrowth. So then you know how to approach your treatment because every treatment is going to be different. If you have yeast overgrowth, you're going to want to do something different than someone that just has some bad bacteria in there. So the first thing is you'll want to get tested. So some tests to consider are, I think everybody should do a comprehensive stool analysis, which sounds so formal and proper, but it's just a poopy test, okay? So you can get that from most doctors have a way of sending that to you or prescribing that, or they work with the lab that does those. You can also find it online. Um, if you're inside BSB Tribe, I do cover testing in the balance your gut section, but you'll want to check that. That will really tell you everything. Like your poop tells you everything. So getting that done will really show the bacteria in there, the imbalances, what's really going on. It's truly fascinating. Another test you can do is a food sensitivity test. So having a food sensitivity will make it harder for you to lose weight. And if you keep on eating the food that you're sensitive to, you're not going to lose weight no matter what you do. So you really want to rule that out and avoid those foods. So doing that type of testing can help you figure out what food your body's sensitive to because those foods are toxic to your body and they will activate your immune response if you keep eating them, all right? And then you can also do a celiac workup. So that's like for celiac disease to see if you have a gluten intolerance. So let's talk about what you can do when you find out that you have gut issues. Number one, change your diet. Surprise, surprise, right? Diet is probably going to be the answer for most of the things that I talk about on this podcast. And when it comes to gut, 
diet is probably the number one thing that you can do to help balance your gut. So what does this look like? This is about eliminating sugar because we all know sugar is the most toxic and poisonous of them all. No gluten because that is a major food sensitivity. Cut the cheese already. I'm going to do a whole episode that's called Cut the Cheese (laughs) because cheese is hard to digest and it causes, it tends to cause gas and bloating. Soy interferes with absorption and corn. Most of it's GMO and contains toxins. So those foods you'll want to completely eliminate if you have issues with your gut. All right. And if you're in the tribe and when you join the tribe, all of the meal plans that are in there are gut friendly. Okay. All of my meal plans are dairy free, sugar free, gluten-free, soy and corn-free, okay? Number two thing is you'll want to rebalance your microbiome with probiotics. So this is about eating cultured food. This is about adding things like sauerkraut, kimchi, kefir, um, yogurt, but you have to be careful with yogurt because most of the yogurt in the store is filled with tons of sugar and other chemical processed crap that's just making it worse on your gut. So be really careful with what yogurt you choose. And then you can also supplement with probiotics. And this is the same thing. You have to be careful of where you're buying your supplements, where you're getting your probiotics. And inside the tribe, I do have a supplement guide of where you can get probiotics that are clean and that are good because Again, you could be doing more harm to yourself than not if you get the wrong type of supplements. Number three is prebiotic food. So on top of prebiotics and probiotics work together. So you'll want to consume prebiotic foods. And some of those are artichokes, dandelion, garlic, leeks, garlic. My mom would be like, yeah, garlic. My mom loves garlic onions, asparagus, those are all prebiotic foods. And then supplementation. So on top of probiotics, there are some supplements that help you balance your gut. Again, talk to your doctor, make sure that they're okay for you to use. But these are things like L-glutamine, this is licorice, aloe vera, omega-3s, and zinc. The next thing you'll want to do is get proper sleep. Yes, sleep affects gut. And so does stress. So reduce your stress. And I know, super hard to do. But things like yoga, things like meditation, they all help you reduce your stress. And I think that that's mainly the reason why I have or had gut issues. Because I wasn't really eating sugar and gluten. So the only thing I could rule out as to what triggered my gut issues was stress. So really pay attention to that because again, if you're the kind of person that's like, well, I don't eat sugar, I don't eat gluten and my diet's pretty clean. I probably don't have any issues with your gut, with my gut, but you know, you're always super stressed out and you're a crazy lady that works 24 seven and then stays up all night you might have a gut issue without even knowing it, okay? So you have to manage that stress. So let's recap. Gut 
very important. Most of your immune systems in your gut. If you have things like bloating, indigestion, constipation, diarrhea, fatigue, weight gain, you might have issues with your gut. You need to get it tested with a stool test or a food sensitivity or celiac workup. Then in order to treat it, you'll want to change your diet. You want to eliminate sugar, gluten, dairy, soy, corn, processed food. You want to start supplementing with probiotics, eating prebiotic foods, and then also eating cultured foods. And if you need additional supplementation, you can try those, the L-glutamine, licorice, aloe vera, omega-3s, and zinc. Talk to your doctor, talk to your uh, functional medicine doctor provider, and see which ones are going to help you based on your test results. Then you want to make sure that you're getting proper sleep and that you reduce your stress. Now, again, this is going to be a process, just like the whole thyroid thing that I talked about last time in episode two, gut health. It's not just going to, you're not going to just heal your gut overnight. So if you think about how many years have you been harming your gut, right? How many years have you been eating the wrong foods? How many years have you been putting too much stress on your body, not getting enough sleep? All of the environmental toxins don't expect to just after a week of cleaning things up for you to get back to normal. This is going to be a process and just know that every time you go back to sugar, every time you go back to gluten, you're just going to increase, you're just going to bring all that back. You're going to bring that bad bacteria back. You're going to pretty much just like reverse all your work. So this is a, a, this is a lifestyle change. All right. This is something that needs to be continuous because you have gut issues and then you do all these things to balance out your gut, but then you go back to your old ways of eating. Just like when it comes to losing weight, If you're going to start a program and think you're just going to do it to lose your weight and then go back to your old ways of eating, you will gain your weight back. And as far as gut goes, you will destroy your gut again. All right. So this is a lifestyle long-term change. Now that's not to say that you can never have gluten or sugar again in your life, but you want to eliminate it drastically. You want it to be like 90% no gluten, 90% no sugar. And speaking of no sugar, we're going to talk about how to do no sugar because I'm doing no sugar for the entire year of 2020. So stay tuned for that. But as far as gut goes, that's what you need to know to get started with that. Um, Thank you for listening. If you found any of this helpful or interesting, please subscribe to the show. Please leave a review that helps other people find the Fit Mom Squad podcast and share it with your friends. If you need to get started on balancing your gut, but you have no idea what you would even eat or what even a gut-friendly meal plan looks like, you can download a free meal plan that I have, and I will leave the link in the show notes, all right? So this one was a short one today, just to the point. I like to keep these to the point because I know you're a busy mama. So next week, I'm going to talk about the third secret to weight loss. So make sure you come back for that. All right, take care. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. 
If you're looking for free resources to get you started on your weight loss journey, go to www.bsbtribe.com forward slash resources. If you're ready to take your weight loss to another level and work with me personally, I invite you to join the BSB Tribe waitlist. Spots are limited in this exclusive online community, but if you join the waitlist, you'll be the first to know when doors open up again. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon.